Hey, greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to Hear the Gear with Bark. Hey, welcome back to another Hear the Gear. We've got another microphone for you so you can listen to the gear. Actually, Hear the Gear might be the name of the podcast or something like that. But we've got the Rode pod mic with us today so we can talk into this so you can hear what this sounds like. And maybe this is something that you would want to add to your gear bag or gear locker to do some podcast voiceover or gaming with. To be clear, I have the Rode pod mic plugged into the Zoom PodTrack P4 and I've got the volume cranked to about a five and a half on it. And this is what it sounds like. This is a very well-built microphone. One of the better builds I've ever seen on a microphone. The only unfortunate thing about this microphone is, in my opinion, it does sound a little bit thin to the ears. It doesn't have a lot of low end. So you, you may have to add some of that in post. Now, the microphone itself, in my opinion, sounds nice and clear. It'll cut through a mix really well. Uh, You know, there's not going to be any misconstrued notions of what you're hearing. You're going to hear my voice loud and clear through your speakers, just minus some of that low end. Like I said, it can be added in post, and I will actually add a little bit in post so you can hear how much better this microphone sounds with a little bit of low end added. But let's talk about what you get. You get The microphone, it comes on a yoke mount, which I'm a big fan of yoke mounts on microphones. So it's very adjustable, easy to contour and angle to any which way you want to use it. And it has a build quality, like I said, that is phenomenal. This thing is very heavy. It is very well built. It's very attractive looking. And I think the reason the pod mic is such a popular option with podcasters is you get that look. You get that really nice professional look. I've not seen many microphones that are more beautiful to the eye than this microphone. And it runs $99. So regardless of how you feel about the thinness of the low end, $99, a little bit of EQ, and you are podcasting with a a pretty solid sound. Now, granted, I am always on the hunt for that microphone that you don't need to add any low end to and that you can just plug in and go. This to me is not one of those because I do like the low end. I like a nice bassy floor because the great thing about a microphone with a great amount of low end, you're not going to hear an abundance of that through a smartphone speaker, tablet speaker, uh, TV speakers. But when you're in a car or listening on some nice speakers, some studio monitors, you're going to get a nice full sound. And I would rather have that full sound up front than adding it in post. So depending on your listening source, this microphone is going to sound absolutely excellent, like I said, on a phone, tablet, TV. But when you're in a car or around some professional speakers, it's going to leave a little bit to be desired as far as a nice full sound goes. Like I said, easy fix with a little bit of EQ, but I've heard better microphones in this price range. Now, I've not seen visually a better looking microphone in its price range. This is beautiful. Once again, lovely looking mic. If they come out with a Rode Pod Mic 2 and just add some low end to it, 
and still keep it at $99, this thing is a must-buy. But without the low end, it's debatable. It's not my first choice. It's not my second choice. But that being said, if you are somebody that gets really close to the microphone, like this right here, you can add a little bit of low end with proximity effect. So you get real close to it. It's going to get bassier. But me personally, I like to stay about three to five inches away from the microphone and use it that way. I don't want to break my neck trying to stay super close to a microphone. And I don't like the microphone to be that close to my lips anyways, because I do move a lot when I'm talking and I just don't want to be restrained to a certain distance from the microphone. But that's all I'll say about that. Let's also talk about Rode itself. Uh, this microphone basically was created, in my opinion, to pair up with the Rodecaster Pro, which is my favorite podcasting tool of choice. It's an all-in-one you know, mixing board with all the effects that you'll ever need for podcasting. Uh, it's not really built for music, but for podcasting, it's a wonderful device and you can add a big bottom, which is one of the effects built into the Rodecaster Pro to this microphone, and it does make it a heck of a lot better. So it definitely, maybe maybe since this was built for the Rodecaster Pro in mind, maybe that's what they thought. You want to be crisp and clear, don't add a big bottom. If you need the extra low end that it's lacking, add the big bottom onto it after the fact or while you're up and running and recording. And this microphone becomes pretty usable and pretty impressive at $99. Let's go ahead and see what the plosives are like. I'm going to talk directly into the microphone and I'm going to say the old trademark Peter Piper picked a patch of pickle pineapple pizza. Peter Piper picked a patch of pickle pineapple pizza. Let's go ahead. You might hear some handling noise because I am sitting in the best recording studio uh, that you can possibly own on the go and that's your car. But let's go ahead and turn the microphone and see what the off-axis noise rejection is so you can see what kind of background noise this thing might pick up. I'm going to turn it 90 degrees, 90 degrees. Now I'm going to turn it 180 degrees and back to 90 degrees. And then I'm going to turn it back around to the front of the microphone and we're back. There we go. So this microphone, $99. I don't recommend this one much because it's so thin and tinny and a lot of folks that are buying this microphone are using a Focusrite or the PodTrack P4 or whatever interface you have laying around. And you do have to mess with this in a DAW, a digital audio writer, to do some post-processing and EQ. Me personally, when it comes to podcasting, I want that microphone that sounds great without even messing with any EQ or processing. Yeah, that sounds very unprofessional, but podcasting is not a ultra professional audio landscape in my opinion. It can be. You you can push yourself to different limits of what you know and what you can learn. Or you could grab a good sounding microphone and just sound good from the go and post that thing and have people listening. And no one, no, the normal casual listener, not really going to have a clue of what you did with the audio and post. If it sounds good, it sounds good. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Now, enough about this microphone. Let's talk about some things into it so you can hear the quality in a more long form detail, but also get some tricks and tips while you're at it. Today's tip is what to use to get your podcast out there. What podcast host 
should you use to get your podcast up and running? There's a lot of great options, and it's growing every day. You have some fan favorites like Anchor, Buzzsprout, Libsyn. The list goes on and on. There's free things. There's things you got to pay monthly. There's a lot of different options. Now, me personally, I started out with my Squarespace website for the Back Row Fantasy Show, Fantasy Football Podcast, and I uploaded all my episodes there, and I set up an RSS feed that automatically distributed to podcast platforms that I went to manually and signed up for or imported my RSS feed to. A lot of people do that in that way, but I learned over time that I was kind of restricted by just posting all the episodes on my website, and I didn't really like the fact that I was paying $20, $30 a month for a website just to post my podcast on. My website doesn't get a ton of hits. I could probably do a lot better with it, but I don't have the time. So I wanted to find something that was easier uh, just to get the audio uploaded and forget about it. So the website way was just not working for me. It was a little too complicated. So I did go through and find different ways. I tested Buzzsprout, which worked really well. And I tested a lot of other places, but I ultimately didn't want to pay. Now I know Anchor is a free host that a lot of people like, but I, I find it to be just a little too, a little bit too basic, not a big fan of Anchor. So that one didn't last very long for me, but luckily through the back row fantasy show the the show started growing and getting big to a point where we got recruited by a new podcast host called red circle redcircle.com uh i because it was free i went ahead and jumped all over it so there's the first thing about red circle it is completely free and it has a lot of great benefits now i'm not being paid or persuaded or anything to tell you about Red Circle, I jumped into the platform with my first podcast and I've just, I've stayed there for a year and a half and there's a lot of reasons why. Like I said, first and foremost, it's free. It's 100% free. I pay absolutely nothing to host as many podcasts as I want. I set up a podcast network for back row podcasts, like the Back Row Dolphin Show, Back Row uh, Bengals Show, the Back Row Jet Show. I was hosting an NFL podcast network on Red Circle. Doesn't matter how many podcasts I posted to it, it was still completely free and all under the same account. So that was a huge selling point. The next selling point of Red Circle, they automatically distribute to Radio Public and Google Podcasts and make it super easy to post to Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, among a few others. So Right there, we have easy distribution all done right there through the website. Now, granted, it's not as easy as it sounds to get them posted to the rest. You still have to go to Apple and submit your podcast and so on and so forth. But I didn't have to mess with Google, didn't have to mess with Radio Public. Those were automatic. And just the listing of places that they suggest you post to pretty much carry the major players in the podcast market. So that was another selling point. It was easy had a nice reminder. If I didn't set up all those podcast distributions, it would remind me every time I went to my podcast that distribution was not complete. So it was a way of tracking 
where my podcast was. So there's another great benefit. The third benefit, which I haven't found really, really useful. I've kind of slacked and not taken advantage of it, but there's a cross-platform promotion. And that basically is you can get with other podcasters on Red Circle and set up a really quick and easy way to cross-promote. So I could record a quick 30-second clip of my podcast or a promo recording and share that with another podcaster on Red Circle. And you could choose how long to run the ad, whether to run it at the beginning, the middle, or the end. And you basically share promotions and you don't even have to edit my promotion into your show. It's automatic through Red Circle. So that was a feature that I was really pumped about. And I have used it and it does work well and I should probably use it more. But who doesn't want to cross promote? Like you're doing a football podcast. You find another football podcast on Red Circle and you share clips with each other and boom, you're promoting each other for a week at a time or two weeks at a time or whatever you choose. And it's just a nice way to build your audience. Now, they've also added another, another thing. Uh, well, wait, I got to get to one other that was there from the get-go, donations. They You can set up a donations link that, that uh, shows up on just about every podcast platform in the description of your podcast. So people can go donate to your podcast through the link and Red Circle sets that up with your help through Swipe, which is a money management system that a ton of online places and businesses actually use. So there's another thing. There's the potential to make money through donations without you really asking. You could point people in the direction, but you didn't have to ask people to make donations. You could get a random donation because someone saw the words donate to this podcast in the description of your podcast. Another cool thing. It's really hard to monetize a podcast. You got to get big before you can do so or work at it to ask for donations or you're on Red Circle and they ask for donations on your behalf for you. That was another great feature. Now, one more. They just added this one recently and it is a dynamic advertising platform that is built into the website. All you have to do is become a podcast that I believe they want a thousand average downloads per episode. I don't know what the time span is there. And I don't even think the Back Row Fantasy Show quite qualifies, but where they invited us to join the platform. And once they inserted that new feature of the advertising dynamic into it, we were opted in. I've got two other podcasts on Red Circle. They've not hit the threshold to get opted in for advertising. But much like YouTube and getting monetized by having a thousand subscribers and a certain amount of listens, they automatically throw you into their ad network. Well, Red Circle does the same thing, except your podcast just has to get to a certain size, listener-wise. But they have dynamic insertion, so now when you listen to the Back Row Fantasy Show podcast, you may hear an advertisement in the middle of the show, Red Circle decides that for you. They sign an ad deal with someone, they insert the ads for you, and you start getting paid off of those advertisements. So now I'm getting paid on the Back Row Fantasy show with no work, literally no work. All I needed was the listens that I was already striving for, and advertisement money is coming my way. Granted, it's not a lot yet, still a small podcast in comparison to a lot of big ones, 
but the fact that I even make money unexpectedly through Red Circle, which is free, is amazing in my opinion. Granted, there might be some shows I don't want advertising to be on, but you don't have to. You have to opt in to be eligible for that dynamic insertion advertisement platform. That's a lot of words to say about getting paid, but you can choose not to. You can absolutely choose not to opt in, or you can just roll with it and opt in. I believe that's accurate because I do think I had to opt in with the Back Row Fantasy Show and I qualified. Granted, maybe as time goes on, Red Circle, because it is free, will opt you into that advertising platform without asking, but who doesn't want to make a little bit of money? I don't think anyone minds listening to an ad or two knowing that it's helping the podcast they love stick around. Now, granted, I would hate if it turned into a Joe Rogan-like experience, (laughs) get what I did there, and run seven minutes of ads before my podcast. I don't want that to happen. I would rather have total control of that. But I don't see Red Circle doing that in the near future. I think they just run a simple ad in the middle of your podcast. And to get paid off a free platform is just a wonderful thing. So if you're looking for a place to host your podcast and you want to make it as simple as possible, I am a huge advocate for redcircle.com. Like I said, I've used a ton of different podcast hosting platforms. And this one, in my opinion, is easily the best one out there, especially if you want to kind of take your hands off and just have a little bit less control and just have someone manage some of the aspects for you. It's a great, great host. And again, it's free. I hate paying money for subscription-based services. And Buzzsprout and ones like that are in that category. You got to pay. It's got to be monthly. And that's just to get your podcast out there. Now, I know there's a lot of places that have free options, but not as fully feature-rich as Red Circle. So I may sound like I work uh, with them or for them. I assure you, I only work with them, not for them. And I promote it on my own because I believe in the product. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, one, come to hear the gear to check out the microphones that I use so you can hear what they sound like. And two, if you want it free, hear it from me. Red Circle is a great choice. So there's your tip of the day. I see all the time on podcast uh, groups on Facebook, what's the best free podcast host or what's the best host? And you always see these recommendations that are $30 a month and $40 a month. Man, just go free. Go free to see if podcasting is your thing. If you want to upgrade to a different site that's not free because you're totally bought in, that's fine. But I've been podcasting for three years. I take it very seriously. And I've took a stab at multiple podcasts, just trying to see what sticks, what works, what I enjoy, what I stay into. And Red Circle has provided everything I needed from that experience. So last thing I'll say before moving on away from this episode is what I just said. Do you really want to continue podcasting? A lot of folks will start out and lose interest really quick. And a lot of the reason is because as a podcaster, especially a new one, we try to think what is going to get me famous? What is going to make me some money right off the rip? What is going to be highly listened to? That's not quite the way to go into a podcast because if you're not into it, you will get burnt out. You will get bored with it. And then you either got to quit or move on. And most people quit. So I personally have two or three podcasts that 
in my opinion, have failed. And they failed because I failed them, because I got bored with them. They weren't quite for me. The content was a uh, cliche or niche idea that, that I just thought would be big or huge. And it turns out if you're not into it, you're not going to have a big or huge podcast because you don't believe in it. So right now, this is why I'm doing this podcast. There's one thing over the past three years that I know I love, and it is the audio aspect of podcasting. And it is testing and playing around with different microphones and knowing that that is one of the things that is truly a hobby that I'm going to stick with. That's why I made Hear the Gear. I don't care how many people hear this podcast. I know for a fact that I'm going to keep going and doing episodes as long as there's microphones I've never talked into still out there on the market. So whether it gets big or not, who knows, but I know one thing, I'll stick with it. And part of a successful podcast is sticking with the podcast. So there's your tips and tricks for the day. This is the Rode PodMic $99 offering for podcasters. It's a really nice looking mic, just needs a little bit of low end. So if you're someone that likes to tweak with your audio a little bit, this might be the perfect choice. If you just want to throw it on and be done with it, you may still like the way it sounds. Me personally, it's a little bit too thin for the price. Not a big fan, but hey, it is a good microphone. It is a quality microphone, so I'm not crapping on it completely. It's just not 100% for me, but it might be 100% for you. There we go. I just touched the mic and it made a sound. Thanks for joining me on Hear the Gear. We'll see you guys next time with a different microphone. Bark is out. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hear the Gear with Bark.